we're here. Here we are. Gotta do this. We're uh, gonna do it good this time. I hope everyone's been vaccined, vaccinated, inoculated uh, by now, right? Yeah, right. Is that everyone's uh, just taken care of? Well, they gave us the vaccine. They say they wanted to do it right away. They said we got to get heavy breathers because, you know, when everyone is in hospice, mm-hmm. you know, or in the whatever, they pump us, you know, as you're being intubated, they pump us through the right. PA speakers. They, they're they're priority prioritizing uh, people over the age of sixty five and heavy breather because, well, yeah. for one, that's our audience, and so you know. Uh, we need they need us and we need them and uh you know it's like a, a symbiotic kind of parasitic relationship and if one goes then the other does so yeah. it just if chaos we, reigns what happens is the system breaks down you can't you know it, and you think it well okay yeah maybe the hospitals were break down but you know but there's loved ones who work in the hospitals and they come home and they bring that that kind of chaos to their relationships and they bring it to their children to their friends their neighbors next thing you know you don't have running water you know like you, the roads are crumbling you have no idea what's going on yep yeah it's like a delicate web the the it's like the 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 circle of life the way you know if you remove like one uh, yeah. species of f- flea right like the cock if the cockroach got too horny mm-hmm. and made way too many cockroaches yeah then I think yeah, that's what it, it means then it would they would eat all of the garbage and then you know the rats wouldn't be able to eat the garbage right and then the, uh, the rats would die and then uh, you know the 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 sewer people wouldn't yeah. be able to to skin the rats oh, and they wouldn't. You know, and then the KFC would get all uh, disgusting and contaminated because the rats help out. And, you know, they come in at night and they crawl around and leave droppings all on the counter where the, the boys do all the frying and the working and the cutting and the chopping. And, you yeah. know, the rats are crawling around and they're scurrying everywhere on computers and just, you know, getting into people's bags and stuff. The rats eat the grease, which is hard to sweep. Right. But then they leave the turds, which are very easy to sweep. So it beca- it's like it saves it's higher productivity for the KFC workers. I was thinking of some kind of like higher. toxoplasmosis situation <laughs> happening. Like, you know, the rats leave their droppings and the bo- little boys, you know, because they have mm-hmm. those young boys working at the KFC. They, they think they're raisins. They what? They think they're raisins. Yep. The little turd droppings. Yep. And then they get toxoplasmosis. And then they just, all they want to do is be at KFC. They're just like, I just want to work here. I sleep here. And they have little bunks and they have like, you know, you go in there. If you go back at any KFC, there's like bunk beds back there, like 30, 40 of them. It's like a, it's like a hobo camp in there. It's just like the the little boys. That's how they, uh, you know, they cycle through and then they could work 24 hours a day, you know. They're not little boys. They're 17. You know, they're just like almost out of high school. But the KFC tends to hire very small Young men, so they, right. they look very, very. They do have a height requirement; it has to be under five foot seven. Yeah, hairless and and short. Very long fingernails uh, plus. Mm-hmm. There's good for the mashed potatoes. Yeah, because if you're if you're if you have hairy arms, then you know the your, your, the arms are gonna the hair's gonna fall off into the yeah. fryer, and you know you don't want that. So you just say, no. hey, we'll just make some hiring choices at the top and avoid the problem altogether. And they like, uh, like you know, people who sweat a lot, people who are moist and who glisten and who, you know, look greasy because that way you don't need a lot of water. Your skin is already kind of keeping itself moist. You're self, <laughs> self-sufficient. I, I saw have, some. I, I have a greasy, I have um, 
Well, I have a greasy face, but but yeah. I have greasy eyelids. It's very strange. Like your your you, your eyes make a sound when you blink. It's there's it's so wet. Yeah. Very greasy eyes. Unless I grow my toenails long, then they become less greasy. It absorbs. <laughs> The, your body migrates grease down there. Yeah, I saw I saw a, uh, a, a picture of of uh, Bob Dylan, and and it was like him hanging around wearing a white like linen kind of summery hippie suit, kind of yeah, a thing. Cool guy stuff. He's cool, and all I could see, and he's wearing sandals. And he's got, a, of course, he's got acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just see in his toenail, it's a good two inches long, and I was like, <laughs> that's got to be hurting people. I bet that thing is, you know. He uses it to like open bags of chips and stuff. Like he, you know, he has a hard time right. pulling up, pulling the the seal apart. But then yeah. he uses his toenail to just take a little slice in the bag and he gets his bags. Doritos out of there. Opening bags. He whenever somebody needs like a plastic bag open, he comes over and he just takes off his. Yeah, or if like you're, you're you're trying to like pry open your yeah. your Amazon box and it's got the tape and you know. You have to find your exacto knife, but if if Bob Dylan's you just, around, you just you face. see you just look over and you see Bob Dylan there <laughs> playing the guitar with his he's, toenail, and you just reach over and uh, yeah. yeah, he's 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 scuttling over, s- slipping off his sandal, ready to do you a favor. Yeah, that is a beautiful nice thought. Um, I was going to say, my friend is blowing it. <laughs> he's singing. Were you going to ask? Uh, well, I was going to say, I read this thing about, th- like, th- someone was theorizing that bread used to, to taste different. Right. Because... Well, because it would have sawdust would, and stuff in it. Well, because people would... Th- this person was saying is because people would sweat into the bread as you oh, were I, I read that. in I read the heat, that. and you're, like, folding <sighs> the... And so you're just drip, you're drenched, yeah. like, you're just, like, it's like well, a, it's your because, face is a faucet. Because back then you'd be making love while, you know, mm-hmm. while making bread. You, you would be on a on a harness you'd and, be harnessed up and, yeah and two other people would be swinging you back and forth and you'd be making the bread and somebody would making your would be making your bodies thrust together like you wouldn't be doing any of that work because you'd be making the right. bread yeah you'd be nude so it wouldn't just be your face sweat it'd be all the body your entire body's sweat uh, yeah. glands would be excreting and all that sweat would just be f- pouring, pouring into the into the loaf right so would you, I can't, but that's what they, have, they haven't figured out. They didn't know if it did just hover them over the loaf and mm-hmm. the sweat dripped down or if they had things that went onto the, each gland and would suck and maybe through ropes and pulleys and suction, they could suck the sweat out. Like you're just attached to a bunch of like little tiny pipes yeah. and like little tubes, tubings that would yeah. be it. Then they would like go up uh, to some sort of pneumatic system and then they would be like create out like a shower head that would spray yeah. down into the into the dough. into the loaf of bread. Yeah. I think that's how they did it. I think I've just seen that. moaning and groaning in there, you know, if, in pleasure but also in pain because there's all those pipes and stuff in there. Some of them are hot, really hot trying to get the steam down. <laughs> there's that that Michelangelo, famous Michelangelo yeah. drawing of the of the contraption used to to harvest the sweat into the yeah. into the loaves. You got to prep those sweat glands. Yeah, you gotta massage them into peak productivity. You gotta eat red meat. If you just let your gland just go on its own accord, like yeah, it'll, it'll make sweat. It'll make sweat. It's just, it's just not, you know. Yeah, it's like it's not you know, good sweat. It's amateur hours. Inferior so you be, sweat. If you want to be a pro, you gotta you gotta massage those glands. 
Inferior Sweat. That's that was a song by the Bee Gees. Seems like that would be a, a song that they would have. It'd be yes. about yelling but, at a man on the dance floor because he's not sweating enough, and then they turn mm-hmm. to the guy, and the other guy's, you know, looks like he's on his deathbed. He's so pale. But his 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 clothing is absolutely soaked. Yeah, he's and he's just like he's telling the other guy he's inferior because he's not sweating enough, and he said, "Look at me, you should be almost dead with with no water in your body." Mm-hmm. His and your eyes are jaundiced. His skin is like a like a raisined. It's shriveled up, and you can just watch. And you can, as you look, you you notice down to, at his hands, and you see his his fingernails just shatter in the wind. <laughs> some people like, think that's bad. I don't think it's bad. Point. Like sometimes it's like natural. Like yeah, sometimes your skin peels. Sometimes yep. you know uh, you got to and, and yeah, right when his his fingernails. Uh, just shatter like glass on their own. He, he winks. He gives you a wink right at that moment, and then you know that that's he's got the sex moves on the <laughs> dance floor. Sometimes your fingernails are going to shatter, and then the people around you are going to breathe in the the microfibers that that it is you know splintered off into, and then you get to. It's like you've planted a seed in them, and you could live longer knowing that you're your shattered fingernail seeds are living inside of somebody because they don't, you know, they get digested in, into your organs, mm-hmm. you know, through your mucous membranes, they go through and they go, sl- they slowly lodge their way through into your bloodstream. Right. And sometimes they live, you know, in, in your nasal cavity or, yeah, they, they like just, they, they, they get lodged in a stem cell and then they start f- forming a, like a twin, but it's a hybrid twin inside you that's it's got your dna and and the guy's dna they're fusing together they're fusing. it's like a third a third child is moving through your chest and and you know yeah you will die but but it doesn't matter because this new beautiful baby the dna of the fingernails and you mm-hmm. will grow and be beautiful yeah it's the answer my friend <laughs> It's like the 2001 baby floating in the space yeah. but it's like because it's like a but new it's a, life but it's a dermoid cyst growing uh, in your chest cavity. Yep, just teeth and hair. In a, in a it's hole. been, it's been, it's like a dermoid cyst that's been fertilized. <laughs> it's you know what I mean? How do you know that the dermoid cysts just don't need to be fertilized in order to grow to their p- true potential? I'm going to start picketing uh, outside of uh, Wendy's or Arby's or you know Subway, uh, you know lunch places. Yeah, you got to raise awareness because. Yeah, I mean, you know, they say that a dermoid cyst is just a collection of uh, teeth and hair, but you know, uh, I'm sorry, but if if I see any collection of teeth and hair that that is attached to a human person with a personality and hopes right. and dreams, so I can see it. If I just see it, I can I can I get a feel. I can f- feel their personalities and what they would be like and what they mm-hmm. their loves, their passions. You know, what they'd be like when they'd be doing sex, uh, particularly like, you know weird stuff in a hotel room yeah with, with uh you know like a series of pulleys and levers yeah some some uh food stuffs creamy smooth food stuffs dry <laughs> flour anyway um uh my wife showed me a video of someone doing the the cinnamon challenge have you seen that where someone like takes a spoonful of cinnamon and then chokes and almost dies yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool 
It is cool. Uh, but here's a better challenge. Uh, do you know that you can, and I'm not saying you should do this, but you can take a nutmeg. It has to be. Yeah. They, do the nutmeg pods. And you, you grind three of these pods, put it in water and drink it. And look, if you want to be out of your body, confused and scared for three days, you should try that. Yeah. Give it a shot. One time I did morning glories. I date morning glories. And I was like, it was like psychedelic fear for for like 25 hours. I think my dad that, did it once. He was telling me. Yeah. I think nutmeg is like that. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're similar, right? It's just like not fun. But uh, you could do it. But some people like that. They're like, I need to go there. I need to look like, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, why? That's not really a challenge, you know, like, oh yeah, I had a really good time. I saw Jerry Garcia, you know, and he was, uh, you know, he was playing guitar and. Yep, he, and he skinned his knees. He was on stage. He skinned his knees, and he, you know, did his thing. But whatever. Why not see something terrifying like uh, the snake from the movie Anaconda, starring John Voight, who won the Presidential Freedom of Honor yeah. from for that you movie? You see John Voight wearing the Presidential Medal of Honor, lunging towards you and choking yeah. the life out of you. Yeah, they 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 had to, which is weird. I'd rewatch Anaconda, and they. And they Photoshop in the, him wearing the <laughs> every scene. He's just wearing freedom. It. It's like badly they, photoshopped, like kind of <laughs> dangling from him. They have to. It kind of follows yeah. behind him a little bit. It's like what is happening? <laughs> Who do you think Biden's gonna give? Give? Uh, I don't know. I picture someone really cool. Yeah, Jose Canseco, like uh, Azir Argento. Like what? <laughs> Like, you know, he's going to get weird on someone. He's going to like, he's going to like, you know, focus in on Glenn Close. He won't be able to stop talking about her for like four months straight. This next move we're going to do is called the Glenn Close. He's going to call it everything the Glenn Close. She deserves it. He's going to storm. He's going to storm uh, when he goes into Iran. He's going to call it the Glenn, we're going to call it the Glenn Close War. Yeah, the 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 Glenn Close Initiative. This is for you, Glenn. She's Operation like, Please, Glenn I don't Close. want this. <laughs> Please we're, stop. We're going Biden, back to anything. Iraq. We're going to bomb another million civilians. Why? My love for you is too strong. I invade Syria. <laughs> it's kind of like my dad, how he was obsessed with, um, I can't remember her name now. He followed Meryl her Street. around and, Meryl. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. He's like, look, there, Meryl, that's Meryl Streep's house. That's oh, where Meryl Streep cool. goes to the bathroom. And now I can tell this story to other people. My dad once drove me to Meryl Streep's house. Have you ever brought that up with at him? him? We looked have at ever, the house. Have you ever tried to confront him? Like maybe have like some sort of emotional... <laughs> Like I should now be like, remember yeah, like now, like, like you see, like this is pain that you've been holding your entire yeah. adult life. Like, no, but can, we'll do it in therapy. Yeah. Like, there, this would be like a therapeutic session. And then he breaks down and cries and then right. cry. You know, and that's all it's some, about. It's, we don't talk about anything else. It's maybe just you watch some Meryl Streep movies afterwards. Right. The marathon. Yeah. Do a little marathon, like a triple header. Go to the drive-in, and then we're good. We, everything's fine between us. We have. Yeah, no, then your your relationship is like it's like never. But you guys are best friends. You guys, we're you best know, friends, texting each other. Little, little you're sending little meme Meryl Streep memes to each other, right? Stuff like that. You know, Photoshop your dad touching Meryl Streep's hair. Yeah, I'll, I'll just Photoshop Meryl Streep in front of my mom. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. look at look what I got for you for Christmas. It's just my dad uh, with a picture of Meryl Streep. Yeah, just there you go, crudely pasted in front of your mom. What? Wouldn't it be cool if Meryl Streep was my mom? <laughs> I wish she was my mom. My poor mom. Poor mom. She doesn't deserve this. I understand. I have children now, and I was like, my mom. All she does is clean. All she does is clean all day long. That's all she does. Why, why is she so stressed about cleaning? And I was like, oh, I realize because then you, your place becomes like, if I didn't like pick up around the house for two days, it would be the kind of place where, where, you know, like if people, you know, people, what do you call the people that come to take away your children? If they saw yeah, it, they the might be child like, oh. protective services. Yeah, they might be like, this is, it's just toys yeah. and stuff. And it's just dishes in a couple of crock pipes. Um, yeah, you gave your mom. PTSD. She's not recovered, right? She gave us PTSD. It goes both. That goes both ways. But I think it goes deeper. I think it goes to the collective unconscious. I mean, like, look. I think. I think their grandma and stuff really did something. You know, mm-hmm. murders or something, real dark stuff. And it just that trauma has been passed down. Right. Yeah. This is like a real young in, but it's all about people's specifically about people's bad grandma's doing creepy stuff yeah and now we collectively that through the our dna we have to reckon with it yeah i mean it's also a very a very italian thing to hide uh human corpses in your in your under your floorboards mm-hmm. but it's like that stuff is like haunting you know our generations we have to do weird stuff like you know start a radio show where we, right. we uh talk about you know uh shattering fingernails and stuff yeah, you start an indie band and you make pottery and you have uh you know get like forty-five thousand uh instagram followers <laughs> and you do pottery stuff uh-huh and you you're an that, indie, that, indie, indie rock soul band it kind of sounds a little bit like weezer but kind of like it's like more of like a like a doo-wop weezer yeah combo. like a doo-woppy weezer like a more of a corny doo-wop boring kind of a weezer mm-hmm. with a lot of macrame involved what Somehow. if God was one of us? Maybe that could be one of your songs. I just wrote that. I just wrote that. That was inspired. Right? What if God was one of us? What if God was two of us? You ever think of that? So if someone's got to do like a cover of that song, like a modernized. What if God was. Oh, I wanted to do a cover of uh, of um, that Joy Division song, Radio, you know, Radio Live Transmit. Great song. Mm-hmm. But do it like. Uh, like if the Spice Girls did it, like, you know what I mean. It'd be mm-hmm. that's what would be better. I think like a like a early mid nineties, like radio, dance pop. like really fun and like live transmission, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. with some horns. Like maybe yeah. you could get the Spice Girls, but then it would also be um, uh, dancing on the ceiling, Lionel Richie. <laughs> you would come in and do all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the like synth horn. Yeah, synth horn leads. And how does that guy, by the way, when you're playing the synth horns and you're playing those stabs with your fingers like that, there's no mm-hmm. way that your mouth doesn't make opening and closing while, while you do it. It's like, it's like you're eating a, eating like popcorn. You're the phantom horn you're tooting yeah. with your, your little lips. You can't, your body can't help but, but, you know, pantomime the action. Yeah. It's so realistic sounding. It's true. It feels so good to do. 
does feel good. Tap out those little horn lines for hours and hours and hours while while your family is in you know tending to your life, doing things that you should be doing. Yeah, cleaning and paying your bills and you know reaching out to people. And you got to be in an indie rock band doing modern style indie rock, Lionel Richie. You gotta you gotta be posting pictures of your macrame on Instagram. Nothing Only wrong with if macrame. You and you Look, know I, what? I, I like macrame. You. We salute you. You gotta do what I'm, you gotta I'm, do. I'm not a macrame hater. I don't know. It all of a sudden sounded like we were making fun of people. Makers. You, makers. <laughs> you gotta do it. Make it. I'm, I do it. I make stuff. Not me. I make I people angry. And worried. I make my family worried. I'm a maker. I made, I <laughs> made, my, made my, my parents unproud. I'm a maker of, of uh, disquiet. I'm a maker of regrets. Discomfort. Yeah. I am a, Unease. What? Unease. I am a regret factory. <laughs> Poisoning the world with my toxic, noxious fumes. Yep. Yeah, we are, we're a maker. You know, if we could take pictures of the radio show somehow, yeah. we'd be posting, you know, all that. Instead of just stealing pictures off the internet and posting them instead, yeah. Sometimes I just get mad because we don't have as we. Sh- I feel like we should have more patrons. You mm-hmm. know, we should. We need to mine. How do we get rich people to? I don't think it's rich people. I think we have to, to actually you know, be good and do a good show. Yeah, there's that. That's one way. Or we target, you know, uh, vulnerable people mm. who are easily manipul- manipulatable. And oh, then yeah. that if if we can, you know, kind of insinuate ourselves into their 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 lives, we can, you know. Well, this I've is already the kind done this. You know, when I worked when I worked when I first moved to Texas, I, I worked for the uh, Texas Department of Public Safety Officers Association, and mm-hmm. I did a whole spiel. It's like, hi, is this Crystal? Well, this is Jim from the Texas Department of Public Safety Officers Association. How are you today? Right. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So what we're trying to do here today is get you to get and raise to the level uh, of uh, you want to go platinum. You know, you give the whole spiel. Yeah. Maybe uh, telemarketing is the next. Yeah, step that's what for I'm saying. Breather. Just like what's heavy breather, and then I have to explain it to him. And then, yeah. and then at the end, I'm vaguely threatening. Right. Yeah, you got to be a little threatened. You got to you got to put a little fear in them, and that'll make yep. them remember the name, and they'll kind of you know follow through. Right. Uh, but I think any kind of person that's going to pick up a telemarketing phone call is definitely like the kind of person that is going to become a patron. That's true. So it's a good market to target. Like you see your phone and it says spam risk, and you're like, eh, kind of yes. lonely. I'll I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll see what they want. Yeah, I'm going to have a little conversation. Your voice sounds warm. It's not. Hi, this is Charlie from the Texas Public Safety Officers Association. <laughs> and they would they would listen. And these are like real. Te- I would. I just moved down there from Illinois, and these are like real Texas people who worked the place. And I would be on there doing that fake accent. Like I just didn't. <laughs> when I was I was nineteen, I did not care. <laughs> you know what I mean? That they might be like, well, you're making fun of my accent, or I just had no idea. I don't no idea, but I would just be like, I just do a fake. What I thought you're trying was to, yeah, you're trying to, you know, ingratiate yourself. And let me tell you, become lo- like a local, the local culture. I made zero sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember when I was a telemarketer if I Maybe actually did made any money. Yeah. I think sometimes you would call people that had been 
you know you're the trying you're trying to renew people that had already given money to whatever the thing was yeah and so i probably got a couple please. of people but then please, you know they, lady, they would, please <laughs> i'm begging you lady that's, they would, that's do, how I would do it they would do the like on the whiteboard they would be like you know the top earner and then they would like win like a snickers bar or whatever and i would yeah. just be flabbergasted these people would be like 80 sales a day is it legal can you say like you'd be like oh i'm talking to somebody and be like what color do you have a dog yes i've got a little dog so you know i've got a lasa mm-hmm. apsa oh i also have one and i'm gonna slit its throat unless you give me <laughs> can you do that is that le- yep. illegal that's fine you can say i you can do whatever you want there's oh, okay. as long as you don't do it you can right. say it no you can poor, make the th- uh, empty threat. It's called the the empty threat clause, and you're allowed to do I wanna, it. I want to be. I want to start a club where we go around and we help old people. Actually, like my neighbors are old, and I don't. I don't know. Oh yeah, you, you gotta like just start knocking on their door every yeah. morning, like five a.m. Um, start calling them really late at night, make yeah. sure they're okay. Uh, peek through their windows to just check on them. Right, sure drive their fun. car. Yep, you know, marry their marry their son. Root around their garbage, make sure they, you know, their their yeah. diet is good. See what kind of food they're eating. I'm gonna turn turn their house. They'll be like, "Look, I'm gonna prep up the upstairs and clean it all up, but the downstairs is mine now." Do you understand? <laughs> and I'm gonna turn it into a DIY venue for indie rock bands <laughs> to play. So, this is an all ages venue. This is an all ages venue. This is gonna be cool. You're gonna hear the sweet sounds of of uh, the new the new world. <coughs> Get some some noise bands in there. Right. It's like it's community outreach. You're trying to make you know your, your the the area you live in better yeah. by by helping your neighbor. At first, I, you know, I want to control their finances and make sure that everything's going you know being settled. Yeah, you get add you get added to their bank accounts. You get a uh, you know added like a credit card to their 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 credit line and just to keep tabs. Make sure everything's trucking along smoothly. Like, yep. It's like that song, uh, uh, that song, 60 song, I want to be buried in a pauper's grave. Mm-hmm. Pauper's grave, pauper's grave, bury me deep, bury mm-hmm. me deep. Mm-hmm. Classic. It's a beautiful song. Oldies. Oldies songs. Oh, it's like the song that's always on the radio, too. It's like pauper's grave, up. pauper's grave. I want to be buried in a pauper's grave. <laughs> it's like it's like uh you know, all of a sudden it it's, you know it becomes like queen it's like queen a lot of voices come in <laughs> yeah e- epic choruses so moral of this episode is you know check on your elderly neighbors uh do whatever you can to make their lives better yeah absolutely other moral is uh you can uh Go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather. Become a patron, record bonus episodes. Uh, but nobody's going to do that now. There's no way they're going to do that now after what we just said. No, it's called negging. That's true. Stacking up the regrets. Every week. Um, we do love you. And we would love it. And thank you to the new patrons who have subscribed. I don't know how many we got now. What do we got? How many up? How many we have? 60 uh, No, we're... We're over 70. Oh, we got 70-something. 70-something. Thank you, 70 of you that are listening. Extra special episodes where we say naughty words. We do swears. Concepts that are foreign to the human mind. 
concepts that you would think that no one should or would or want to talk about. We yeah unlock secrets of the mind. Secrets, horrible secrets, mostly about <laughs> yeah. Marius's mind. Not the good kinds, like not secrets that are going to help you in your life. No. It's the kind of stuff that's going to haunt you, haunt you, uh, hor- like you'll just be, you know, agitated during the day for weeks mm-hmm. after hearing our show, and you don't know why. You're going to be, you know, uh, longing for sleep, but then you're also going to dread it because you know the nightmares are going to come yeah. as soon as you you're, you become unconscious, and then you know the cycle will, will just repeat tomorrow, and you'll respark an old an old flame of hatred for somebody. <laughs> a grudge an old grudge you're gonna bring back an old grudge you had you forgot about that's happened to me actually <laughs> somebody somebody once said which i thought was really funny i actually thought about it for like a couple of days afterwards they were like i had a bad dream about somebody once and i didn't speak to him for two months <laughs> i was like that's really like you're yeah, that's putting cool in, you're putting in the time for that one <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's good. That's, it could be like the homework, you know, like on, on Instagram, people are like, here's your homework for the week. Read this or what But for us, your homework is, uh, rekindle an old grudge, start stalking them on, on social media and, and, you know, just build up that, that little pit of hatred inside you. We love just you so as much. a hobby. Yeah, we do. We love you. Um, hope you're doing well. We hope you're well. Don't hate anybody. We just hope that you made a bunch of money on that uh, Gamestop stocks. Yeah, I hope you guys bought GameStop when it was five dollars. If, if you did, email us, please tell us about it. We want to talk. We want to interview you, even if you bought a if little you, bit. If you made a little bit, if of you're money. someone, if you're someone that made a, like ten million dollars, then uh, give us some of that. Yeah, invest in heavy please. breather. Yeah, well, well, we're the next the next stock. People are shorting us. Next stock, they're they've been shorting us for six years, and we're trying to. <laughs> Yeah, show them. Show show those take, Wall Street Please fat take cats. care of my family. Take my son. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.